Hello, welcome back to another episode of Blake CNFT. This is the channel and the podcast that's dedicated to educating and informing you guys on what's going on in Cardano and Cardano NFTs. I try to put projects in front of you that I think deserve your attention and you decide if they deserve your ADA. It's another week. It's another market update. I've got, I've got some tabs open, folks. Lots of tabs. We've got, we, we have our market update, and then we also have that extra segment on the back, other important topics. And again, I know I say this all the time, but I think it, it just bears repeating over and over again. No pun intended with bear. Um, but even in this bear market, <laughs> so many things are going on uh it's just it's just wild it's wild so i can only imagine how long our market updates are going to be when it gets back to the bull market because i mean the topics are going to be like twice as long uh i'm gonna have to have like an entire day show an eight hour show just to get through all the different things people are talking about um but i appreciate you guys being in here crypto hands good to see you jasper oside clayandro jhub uh some of the people that are already typing in the chat if you guys want to talk please uh, message in there. Eero Art, I see you. Good to see you, man. Um, so please let me know if you're here. We're going to dive in. Um, and we're here to just hang out for the next hour or so and talk, uh, talk CNFTs, talk, talk the crypto, crypto markets, Cardano markets specifically. Um, all right. So without further ado, jumping in here, we have our top 10 courtesy of OpenCNFT.io. Open Appreciate it them for putting this uh, chart together for us, makes it easy to, easy to read. We have tool heads, which minted today, uh, floor price of 340 ADA. They have done 750,000 ADA worth of volume. Uh, they've minted 6.6K NFTs. I believe that's a sellout. Um, and the floor price is 340, and I believe public was 240. So they're up 100 ADA so far. Uh, Devrin, good to see you. Uh, good to see you in here. Love the ADA PFP on a, with a YouTube profile. Um, yeah, so Toolheads is a project that is part of CNFT Tools. Um, they are also a website similar to OpenCNFT in the fact that um, you can check. The, I mean, it's an analytics and tool website for Cardano NFT projects. So... Um, of course, they're going to have their project up, not just because it minted today, uh, because, but because it's their project. Um, but yeah, if you, don't, if you don't know about CNFT tools, maybe you're new or you, know, you have not heard of this site yet, um, you could jump into a collection here, right? Let's say um, you want to learn more about this collection or you have an NFT that's in, in a certain project, right? And you know, your serial number is 436. Right? And you don't know if it's rare or not. Um, you can go in and you can see what the rarity is of a specific NFT by the metadata percentages. Right, this might be an official rarity, or it could be just a um, statistical generation. It could be an unofficial rarity. Um, but then you can go like by specific traits and see uh, what's the most rare from a specific 
from your specific NFT. So for this one, uh, for example, the titanium vault guard is 1% of the collection have that. So that's what's the rare part of this um, NFT, as well as the necromancer staff. That's an under 2% rarity. Um, anyway, so anyway, CNFT tools, very popular. They also have some great project sides. This is more for the, you know, the buyers of NFTs. This is a great tool for them. But also on the flip side of that, um, they have some different things that you can integrate with your Discord uh, on, on the project side. So you might have seen, you know, connecting your wallet in a Discord and it's verified through the CNFT tools team. So they have they have sides on, um, you know, Spark Lab uses CNFT tools for some of that stuff. Um, so there, that's that's what's going on with the tools. But with the, uh, let's see, I'm going to organize my tabs here. So tools moved up a little bit ahead from earlier when I was looking at it. Uh, so this is the information on the tool heads. Again, part of CNFP tools. Uh, AAA artwork. I'm going to zoom this up just a little bit more so you guys can see it. Yes. Oh, 295 ADA for the public. So yeah, so it was um, 340 and the public was 295. Um, Antonio, good to see you. Um, Resin. Ada legend, appreciate you guys. But AAA artwork, uh, co conceptualizing Toolheads, our mission was to deliver the ultimate utility NFT, but also having great artwork. Um, so that's great. The collaborated with the illustrious Brian Allen from flyanddesigns.com. Now, what's interesting is, I'm not sure if this is the same. Maybe somebody can 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 fact check me on this. This seems like the same, is this the same Brian that did zombie chains? Um, I'm not exactly sure if it is, but it definitely gives me some zombie chains vibes. This is the, this is Brian's um, website. So he's got some, like this zombie here. Uh, some of the, like, this kind of looks like zombie chains to me. Um, again, it could be somebody different. It could just be, there's lots of people named Brian, um, but I didn't get as far to, uh, oh, Osai gives me the, yes, it is the same artist. Okay, great. Um, so I am correct. So Brian, obviously, zombie chains was another collection on Cardano. They have since been sold because I think Brian was just the artist. He wasn't, necessarily anything farther than that. So the owners of the project ended up selling. This is zombie chains. And so you can kind of see the art style there. And then if you go to the tool heads, you can see some of the similarities in style, which is great. I love it. I, I, I appreciated zombie chains for the, for the quality. Um, not a big fan of zombies, but you know, these are, you can tell that the quality is definitely AAA. I agree with that. Uh, they also have, if you want to purchase one of these tool heads, if you did not get in, <coughs> excuse me, if you didn't get it on the mint, they're also going to be uh, invited. Every, every NFT holder is going to be invited to join the beta of a new site from CNFT tools called CryptoTrack, a new real-time analytics platform for all things Cardano. We'll be tracking DeFi, NFT, swaps, mints, you name it, we will track it. 
Users with our Vault NFT have been using CryptoTrack for a few weeks and the reception has been superb. We're now opening up the beta to all toolhead owners. Gain the edge when making and buying, buying and purchasing decisions with our quick look trend markers and super slick interface. We're going to put the power into the hands of the user as to how they want to display their key metrics. So you're also going to be ac getting access to an analytics site, maybe similar to tap tools, um, maybe without having to pay as much. Uh, introducing dollar sign tool, a community token. In the ever-evolving utility of tool heads, the currency tool is king, stored in vaults where the full distribution re resides. This community token binds tool heads from various cities, granting access to indispensable tools and privileges. Um, economic stability is assured by diverting 5% from the tool heads mint into a liquidity, in liquidity pool, nestling deep within SpectraCore. Um, tool will not be pre-sold. There will be no tool distributed to the CNFT tools team. How do you acquire tool? Find out tomorrow. Interesting. So they're going to have a tool token. Staking. That's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, there might be some extra things there. Vault owners gain 20% plus emission, 20, more than 20% emissions on top of the total emission from their vault. Partnered with Anvil. Okay. Toolbot, every tool head's trusted sidekick, our top-notch cross-platform notification tool designed for every tool head. Your assistant keeping you in the loop with real-time updates on your wallet activities. Toolbot will offer real-time balance updates, records of sales and purchases, offer notifications, loan updates, updates on your wish list. Okay, nice. Is that just a... a uh, I don't know what that is. Is that like a Discord notification? It kind of looks like it. Um, okay. Toolbot Chrome extension. JPEG store rarity injections. Um, NFT drop calendar, toolbot integration, check your tool token and gain exclusive bonuses. So it seems like a lot, right? You got a lot for your purchase. Um, you know, the mint price was pretty high, you know, 295 ADA for a public sale in this market is very impressive to sell out. So hats off to uh, the CNFT tools team for, for doing that. Um, and it looks like they're offering a lot here um, for, for those types of things. So that's great. Um, looks like some people in the chat have already purchased some tool heads. Uh, Crypto Hands was talking in the Discord earlier about his, his purchase. It, looked, it was a super clean one as well. Um, Devrin, Blake, we missed you at Rare Evo. We had a blast. Yeah. I was really bummed. Um, some of you might know that I used to live in Colorado Springs, which is, you know, an hour to an hour and a half away from Denver. Um, so, you know, a couple of years ago, that would have been a super easy drive up, uh, but they were not running that event at that time. Um, so that that's that's a bummer. And, you know, flights are flights are tough and all that good stuff. But yeah, I I saw a lot of great things and we have some we have some different tweets from the events at Rare Evo, so we'll get people caught up a little bit about that. I was hoping to have a guest on this this week that was at Rare Evo, um, just to get a to get a rundown. But we might push that to next week. We'll see. We'll see if that works out. Um, I, I would I would <laughs> I would love to go. I'd love to go. Um, let's see. Uh, Edwin Rodriguez, dollar sign JPEG. We do have some uh, information on JPEG as well later in the show. Um, We'll get through our top 10 and then we'll, we'll jump into some of that. Um, all right, so that's Toolheads. They're the number one project. 
They're fresh off the press, fresh off the mint, and doing well. Um, 20%, 21% listed, essentially, with a 309 floor. Um, Holder distribution looks pretty solid. That's a pretty good amount there. And I don't know. It'd be interesting to see how this holds up. Um, this could turn into a tappy situation, right? I guess it depends on maybe the stat tracker and some of those things, you know, 760. Um, you know, basically you can get a, I don't necessarily, I don't mean this in a derogatory way, but it, it seems like tappy, it seems like tap tools has established themselves as kind of the brand name in the space, in the Corona space. And it seems like CNFT tools, while they've been in the space for a very long time, they've been one of the OGs in terms of analytics and rarities and those types of things. They're looking to kind of refresh their brand or rebrand to kind of move into this direction that, that tap tools has been going towards. And so you can get a tap tools like experience for half the price. Uh, with with this tool head NFT, so very interesting. Um, you know, a lot of people are moving into these types of services because they are so effective. They're very helpful for the buyers of these different NFTs. So um, it's it's very very interesting. Um, so let's see. That's tool heads, and then the next one was Earth nodes. Earth nodes have been doing very well recently. Um, and really with, with an NFT as high as a floor as these earth nodes, um, it's pretty easy in the bear market to top some of these charts, which is great. Um, so there were, what is it? Was that four sales? Yeah. Four trades over the last seven days to bring in a uh, 364,000 ADA of volume. The interesting thing about earth nodes is there is no royalty on these 0% royalty. So, uh, the world mobile team doesn't really get a cut out of any of these sales. So it's all going, uh, the, the, the buyers aren't having to pay the, the royalty fee or the, or the seller or whatever. Um, yeah, it's the seller. So that's, that's good. And I don't, their world mobile team. I saw some things about that. They were at rare Evo. Um, and they are going to have a community update tomorrow at seven o'clock UTC, which is three o'clock Eastern time, 12, 12 o'clock Pacific. So you can check that out. That's going to be coming up tomorrow. Um, this is one of their Winnebago vans for their world mobile network from that they brought to rare, rare Evo. That's pretty cool. Um, this is shout out to DAP Central getting an exclusive interview with uh, Mr. Telecoms. So that's awesome. Um, and then I don't know if they had any other big like photos or pictures. Oh, this is he a, he's a football player. Nice. Um, good old, good old Fareed getting, getting some photos. Awesome. Big pay. With world mobile team pretty sweet awesome um yeah so that's i don't think there's been any major updates on that other than them being at rare evo and talking with um projects let's see danny says i wasn't shilling you weren't shilling what did danny says say something earlier Anyways, whatever. 
Oh, I, I think the message already got taken away. Anyways, Ape Society, the Renaissance, the Renaissance. I don't think there's been any updates. Ada Legend, um, Antonio, any uh, my my Ape Society PFP is in the chat. Um, any any updates on Resistant Renaissance? Ape Timber. Oh no, here it's it's back again. Ape Timber's back. That was a crazy last year. Was crazy floor price. Um, that's interesting. That's what. So September's coming up. Two days. Probably going to be the announcement of the Renaissance. It's probably going to be one of the landmarks. So keep that in mind. Um, there was also, if I can find the tab. No. All right, I'll find it later. There was there was uh, a message from Avatar Nick that I was that I was looking at that I'll that I'll talk about in a, in a little bit. Um, next up, we've got Clay Nation. Clay Nation is our number three project or number four project of the week. Um, there, we got the uh, Sage, the Sacred Tree and Guardian of Clay Nation. That was on posted on August 25th. Was that already posted before? Now I'm trying to think. Maybe I'd already had this. That was probably maybe one of their other cinematics that they were talking about. Uh, but always, always very impressive what they're um, what they're doing. And they were also at Rare Evo. Have some pictures of that later on. But other than that, they're still they've got their head down. They're still they're still working. Um, they've got a time lapse of putting together one of these claynations which is pretty cool. I was watching this earlier. Just very impressive. How, how much time it takes and how much uh, patience. I'm loading up on cabins, hoping I get lucky. Yeah, I mean, cabins are in a good spot right now. If something big comes in that specific district, that would be crazy. Yeah, Levy 2 is going to be big. I'm looking forward to that on the Ape Society side. Platypus Cyberpunks is number 5. 100,000 ADA worth of volume, 534 floor price. 144 trades this week. Excuse me. So they had a Twitter space uh talk and let's see did they go to rare evo i don't know if they went to rare evo but i think they're going to nft xlv i don't think there was any major announcement any platypus cyberpunks people that um they did do 1 million ada in volume i did see that that was impressive congrats to the the team and the community for that very impressive. Next up is Space Buds. Space Buds is our number six. Again, um, this is just the OG 10K collection. Um, so I don't think there's anything, uh, any announcement, or else I would have seen it for sure on uh, anything new with Space Buds. But we will do our floor check just to have some fun here. Let's pull it up. Space Buds 1879. Did anybody grab that tiger or the, the lion? The lion is gone. 
that means it either got delisted or it got sold. Uh, I, I can search. I can search by lion. Right? Or no, no, I can search property. So if you guys don't know, uh, I was talking, I was looking at a lion last week under 2K. And I want the offer was accepted for two. Wait, no, no, no. That's that's not the right one. This one purchased for $18.97 four days ago. No, this wasn't the right one either. This one. Haha. Six days ago. Brian Loberg is picking up lions. Oh my goodness. Look at this guy. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's let's check it up. Let's let's check it. Let's check it. We've got owned by Brian. He picked up the the blue on blue lion. And then two days later, he gets a collection offer. So Brian owns this one. No way he went three for three, right? No way Brian goes three for three. No, it's owned by somebody else. But I mean, Brian with double lion space mud for under 2K each. Oh my goodness. Wow. Does anybody know Brian Loberg? You're a legend. You're an absolute legend. Two space buds. Two lion space buds for under 2K. He's also picking up pitches. Farmer Joe bobblehead holidays. He's bought some clay nations. He bought some Molga Kongs. He's just buying. He's not even, he's not selling. He's just picking up stuff. He's buying quicks, Molga Kongs. He bought a chilled Kong. Wow. Ryan, what a legend. Eero, don't even, don't even get started with me. I'm not a junkie. I'm not a junkie. I'm just a, I'm just an enjoyer of fine collectibles. What do we got here on SpaceBuds.io? We've got some tigers, space uh, starsuit tiger for under 2K. What would be on my wish list now that both of those lions got got snatched up? What am I looking for now? Starsuit monkey is pretty nice for eighteen seventy nine. That's hard to argue with. Starsuit cat under two k. Starsuit dog for two k. I like the wink expression as well with the tongue out. That's an extra, extra bonus. And should I have got? I should have got the lion. I was really tempted. I looked at it several times. Um. Not for me. Not for me this time. Maybe another time. Starsuit Parrot with a 2.1K bid with flowers. That's a nice one. That's a nice one. Ooh, special background parrot for 2.9. Okay. All right. That's that's my space bud search. Uh, always, always enjoy doing that. Cardano Crocs Club. Another, um, yeah, this, see, Antonio knows yeah, Starsuit Monkey is dope. It is dope. It's, it's very clean. Um, Cardano Crocs Club back in the top 10. Uh, so they're talking about their different types of bonds that are available soon. This is the pinned, is this the pinned tweet? 
or this is just the, yeah, this is the most recent one. Uh, this year, we promised to make bonds available in four rounds approximately once every three months. The next round will be available in late September, and we will have the following bonds available. C4 bonds with a base APR of 8% plus baby croc multiplier. And then a new type of bond, two LP tokens bonds with a base APR of 8% plus baby croc multiplier. Uh, liquidity pool tokens are tokens received by providing liquidity to one of the three C4 to ADA liquidity pools on MinSwap, SundaySwap, or ViFi. When you purchase bonds for LP tokens, you'll receive your LP tokens plus a percentage in LP tokens daily. Holding bonds and LP tokens just as um, holding LP tokens qualifies one for LP perks if the required percentage is met. ADA and USDC4 bonds will not be available this round. Baby Crocs will have the same effect on bonds as multipliers, same as they did in the previous round. Okay, so the LP currency, 20,000 APR, 8% term for six months. And then the currency C4, 8% for six months. So those are some bonds. If you're, if you're sitting with some ADA on the sidelines and you're looking to, to jump in, um, you know, I've heard lots of good things about Indigo, the Indigo protocol with IUSD, IBTC, IETH, um, which I need to do more research on because I've actually been kind of interested in that as well. But there's also some other different things as well as like min swap farming and all that good stuff. If you want to get into some DeFi plays, if you're not interested in picking up some NFTs at these current prices. And so Cardano Cross Club is, is getting, in, getting, getting into that as well. Or, I mean, they've been in it, but this is just another round of, of that. So keep that in mind. Tap tools, Tappy, as we were talking about a little bit earlier. Um, so I don't think, I don't think Tappy has anything new either, other than, um, were they at Rare Evo? I don't know if they were in, uh, if they were at Rare Evo. Let's see. They have some, they have some messages about it. No. Oh, there we go. No. Oh yeah, we found uh, tap tools at and, and Rare Evo. Nice. Good for them. That's fun. Making me jealous. Uh, let's see. So that's tap. That's tap tools. There was also Book IO. Uh, two Book IO releases. Oh, they didn't. They just they just dropped out of the top ten on this one. Um. So two book IO were in there. The vault, I think that's part of the CNFT tools. Because they were talking about that in the article that I read just now. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's part of the CNFT tools group. Okay, now we're going to get into some other important topics. Okay, so that was that was our top ten. Um, if anybody has any other questions or any other things about other um, projects, let me know. Uh, so one thing that I noticed as I was just looking through my Amex app, I'm a American Express card holder, and it was it was like try these new features, and for whatever reason, I guess I was just bored. And I clicked on it and it said member collectibles. It says commemorate events with free digital collectibles. And I was like, I wonder how long they've actually had this because I mean, I don't normally 
poke around my Amex app that often, but I was like, this is really interesting. Let's see what's going on. And for whatever reason, I couldn't find like a website or a desktop version of this. It was only like inside the app. So I had to screen record. Um, so let me, let me pull that up here. Uh, stop screen. I'm going to pull up the video that I had to record on my phone so that I could show you guys what I was looking at. Boom. Okay. So it says commemorate your favorite Amex events and experiences with free digital mementos, right? So they're, they're not really saying NFTs, but clearly it's an NFT. Uh, they might not want to turn people off of NFTs because of maybe what they've heard in the past. So it's really interesting. So, you know, how it works, you collect. So collect mementos at select Amex events and experiences using your NFT wallet. Hmm, interesting. And then it says connect. Connect your NFT wallet to your Amex account. Whoops, I thought I stopped it. So they have Coinbase wallet, they have MetaMask, and they have something called Rainbow. I've never heard of Rainbow. And I'm like, classic. Uh, we, you know. We need to get Nami. I, I tweeted at them. I doubt they saw it, but I was like, you should get Cardano. You should get like Lace if you want to go first party. You know, Nami is great. Eternal, some, but something. But uh, so they have, those are the current supported wallets. And then you can also unlock exclusive American Express offers. Um, maybe that's like also, so if you get those NFTs, then you get additional offers. I'm not really sure what that number three really means. Um, but essentially, all this to say that it's really interesting that you have a huge company like American Express looking into NFTs. Now, do I think that the NFTs they're talking about are going to be worth thousands of dollars? I mean, maybe if, you know, the event is like for a concert, right? And it's an up and coming artist and it's their first concert where they're giving out NFTs. And so maybe if you're a huge fan of that specific person, you might want their NFT from their first concert they've ever held or something, you know, something like that. But for, for most, for the most part, right. Like these probably aren't going to be worth thousands of dollars, but it is an like we're, we're starting to see, I think it's just encouraging to not necessarily thinking about the value of these, right. It's going to be worth a million dollars someday. Just the idea that like big companies like Amex are moving towards moving this direction, which I think is a good sign for us. Um, as we, as we move forward. So they talk about, you know, what's an NFT? Um, why would I want an NFT? Which is actually interesting. I don't know if I've heard this. NFTs are a one of a kind digital collectible you can own through blockchain technology. You can validate your ownership to prove they're really yours and confirm their authenticity. Good answer. Plus you can enjoy the digital art whenever you, wherever you go and share them across apps. Nice. Um, download a free wallet from your phone's app store, popular wallets that allow you to view your mementos readily. Ugh, where is it? Lace, Nami, Eternal. Oh my gosh. I don't know who need like Charles, who who needs to talk to Amex to get to get on here? Um yeah, I mean it's yeah, it's right there for us. And this is just this is just their first step, right? But if we could be there at the first step or the second step, um this is what someone at Cardano needs to be focused on. Like as these big companies start to move this direction, we need ambassadors. And I mean, it's got a negative connotation, but like a lobbyist, right? To be like, hey, you should think about supporting a Cardano wallet because we have a massive community of all these people and they'd be interested 
in getting in starting to collect your Amex NFTs for whatever concert or for whatever thing you're holding. Like it would make sense for you to tap into this ecosystem as well. But um, here we are. So that's really, that was really interesting. Um, so member collectibles, I did want to read this. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna read the whole thing, but basically I was, I was wanting to see what they meant by what their NFTs were going to be. Um, it's, but it's, it's essentially a program to commemorate your favorite events and experiences with free digital collectibles. So you go to something, you can claim the NFT for free. You're not paying for it. So that's good. And then claiming these mementos is a new way to engage with Amex. As they're collected, card members can also unlock access to exclusive offers. You can claim a memento at special events sponsored by American Express by using an NFT wallet. These digital collectibles are non-fungible that are recorded on a blockchain. And then we, you know, we already know that stuff. So anyways, really interesting. And again, I think this is the direction that things are going. And I just really hope that Cardano can be in these, like when, when we want, when, when something says MetaMask, I also want, you know, Nami or what, I don't care who wins, just someone on Cardano. That's actually a good experience. I want them to win, to be on, to be on this. So, um, that's, that's, uh, that's the Amex offers that I was very interested to share with you. I don't know where it's going to go, but I thought, I thought that was worth sharing. Um, and yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens as more companies start to move that direction. Crawfish also watching on Twitch. Love to see it. Um, Cardano times. So I'm just going to report on this. I've not fact checked this. I'm just this. I, I feel like this is interesting. Again, I put stuff in front of you that des I feel like deserves your attention. I'm not going to take a side. Um, but Shilmo Baggins is this PFP. Alexander Legolas. He's been posting a lot, and you know he'll post about you know, moon bag, like moon bag and moonshot type of things. And I guess, right, the Cardano Times is reporting this. Um, this Twitter person has been selling off his holdings of OPT milk and LiFi, which I guess he was paid to promote. So he got tokens. And then, um, you know, he's been selling them while he's been telling other people that it's, it's very bullish. Um, and are going to be around for the long-term 2025 bull run on a wallet that he failed to disclose. So if true, you know, that doesn't look great for him. This wallet is confirmed to be associated with Legolas sharing the very same Derp Apes NFT in a previous post back in October of 2022. Here's the wallet address. In total, Legolas currently holds 273,000 ADA worth of LenFi. Oh my. 173,000 ADA worth of OPT and 161,000 ADA worth of milk. 7,000 ADA worth of PBX. He also has made over 600,000 ADA in sales. Oh my goodness. Wow. Once these wallets were exposed, Legolas admitted to removing his funds from those wallets to make his funds transactions once again private, and he has since begun to allocate his ADA to either a CEX or mixer of some kind. He stopped selling on this wallet on August 27th. Credits to Viva, Viva LaCoin BTC for assisting the Cardano Times with the investigation immensely 
locating Legolas's private wallet. So, um, yeah, pretty disappointing if this is true. And I guess you're basically done, right? Like, I hope nobody ever takes your advice again. Um, I was clearly not following this guy. I'm normally not super persuaded by these different types of posts, but there you go. Asung, good to see you in here. We already talked Cardano Crocs Club, but I appreciate you hopping in. Um, so now he's going to take these those profits to make prices hit his predictions. Uh, man, yeah. So that's that's just that's just sad. Um, you're going to have people like that on any blockchain, but it's um, yeah, six hundred thousand ADA in sales. Wow. There you go. Um, this was posted by a lot of other people, but I just decided to, you know, to share Paul's tweet. But Grayscale has won their case against the SEC. So SEC must review Grayscale's ETF bid after previous rejection. Appeals court rules. Uh, federal appeals court ordered the SEC to vacate its rejection of the trust issuer's bid to convert the Grayscale Bitcoin trust into an ETF. So with that... You know, that looks pretty much, that seems pretty good for the idea of having an ETF very soon um, in the near future. So we will see how that goes. Again, that's, I guess that's still not a guarantee, right? Nothing's a guarantee in this space, as I hope we've all realized by this point. Um, so, you know, take this with a grain of salt as well, even though someone wrote an article about it, uh, doesn't make it, you know, happen tomorrow. But just keep in mind. Uh, that's that's interesting. Another very interesting thing happened this week. Uh, and by this week, it was like yesterday, two days ago. So BitBoy Crypto, who, you know, for my, I think, I think a lot of our stories uh, have BitBoy Crypto involved in some way. Uh, when I was starting my crypto journey two and a half, over two and a half years ago, coming up on three years, um, you know, BitBoy was just kind of a channel that was near the top because he already had a pretty large following and he had a daily live stream and he was talking about, he was, he, he helped me, he helped me learn a lot about different types of coins. Um, last year I ended up going to his, um, studio. He wasn't there at the time, but I went to a studio last summer in 2022. And I mean, I'm not, I, I don't necessarily want to get into a ton of things, but I personally felt like the last six to 12 months have been like, there's just been some stuff that he said on Twitter that I'm just like, ah, I don't know. I feel like that's a little bit too far. Um, you know, on the other hand though, he's been attacked by a bunch of people, you know, but there's a bunch of people that don't like him for whatever reason. Um, you know, there's been some sponsorships that he's taken that were questionable to, at, at, at and that's a generous thing to say, uh, questionable sponsorships that, that have happened. Um, you know, the whole SBF thing, which I think he kind of was the whistleblower on, but then I think he took it really, really far. All whatever, all that to say. Um, so BJ investment holdings, the parent company of hit network took decisive legal action in removing Ben Armstrong from the company and specifically the, the BitBoy crypto brand. This is a difficult decision. This difficult decision is a culmination of a prolonged effort to help Ben during his relapse into substance abuse. 
as well as reconcile the emotional, physical, and financial damage he has done to the employees of Hit Network and the BitBoy crypto community. The Bit, the Bit Squad deserves better, and we are going to get through this together. We wish him the best and regret that it has come to this and are hoping for the future, hopeful for the future of BitBoy crypto. So claiming he's relapsed into substance abuse. Oh, the other thing I mentioned. So uh, he's been attacked by a bunch of people on Twitter. He also had his house swatted like his family was inside. That's horrible. Um, horrible thing to have happen to you. Um, but the other backstory of Ben Armstrong from BitBoy Crypto is he was, you know, 10 years ago, he was basically a drug addict. And so now this his channel, BitBoy Crypto, is claiming that he's relapsed into substance abuse, right? And clearly he's been, you know, this Twitter account he no longer has access to. He's not the one tweeting this, of course. Um, so it's just like, wow, very interesting. So, so what happens next? Um, you know, <laughs> Ben is uh, the, he, he's pretty, he's really good at drama. Uh, and he kind of just seems to be in the middle of a lot of this. So what he does, this is, um, Ben coin. All, yeah. So he launched his own coin, right? That was a whole thing. But so, so what he did because they claimed that he had been, um, relapsed into drugs, right? He goes and takes a drug test from you know an official you know drug test association in uh atlanta lab corp which is like one of the biggest testing sites in the you know country and heroin amphetamines cocaine marijuana opiates pcp all negative signed off by the review officer now i don't know how long I, I, I don't know a lot about drugs, if that surprises you. Uh, so I don't know how long these stay in your system, how quickly you have to get a test. I don't know anything. But it, big, big stones from, from Ben to come back with this, uh, you know, with this uh, result. Um, so it's like, I, you know, we're going to need more information. Did, did BitBoy relapse? doesn't look like it um the, the the other interesting piece of this entire thing is i don't have the tweet pulled up but essentially bitboy was also trying to he was looking to relocate to uh, his headquarters to dubai and he had signed with like um uh i don't know if i can find it i'm gonna search on this other screen while i'm talking there was also a tweet about um BitBoy, the, the BitBoy brand and the BitBoy headquarters moving to Dubai instead of the United States. He's currently in, um, you know, Atlanta. His studio's in Atlanta. Um, BitBoy Crypto Dubai. Um, I was hoping it was going to be one of the top posts. Oh, yeah, here it is. It's it's a screenshot of the tweet, um, so it might have been taken down, but this is probably close enough. So this was not even like two weeks ago. So Bit, it's official. Bitboy Crypto as a business will be moving to Dubai. Meeting with the DMCC authority went incredible. Went in incredibly. Adverb. You guys have no idea what an opportunity this is for people in crypto. Imagine a government and country that can see the future. Um, 
And so it's a picture of him with DMCC Crypto Center. I don't know what that is, but maybe, right? This is this is this is a little bit speculative. Maybe other members of Bitboy Crypto didn't want to move to Dubai. Um, maybe Ben, as the majority owner of Bitboy Crypto, made kind of a unanimous decision to go this direction. And some of the other people on his team were like, yeah, not doing that. Um, and basically, Ben is claiming that they're doing like a coup <laughs> of his company and trying to kick him out. Um, again, there's definitely a lot of um, there's a lot of things going on here, and uh, I don't know what the re- what the right answer is, but I'll keep following along. <laughs> this is basically two days. Um, you know, so I don't know. We'll 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 keep looking. I I, I really don't know. Um, but yeah. So Crawfish is saying some are only twenty four hours in your system, uh, three days just about. Some are sixty days. Um, this is an evidence in court. That's damage control for the court of public opinion. Um, okay, fair enough. Yeah. So I, who do we believe? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I believe anybody, honestly, but it is, it is interesting, right? There's, there was a lot of moving parts there and who knows it's, it's been a wild story. Uh, yeah. Apparently his financial officer hasn't filed for his 2021 taxes either. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's just, um, that's awkward. Uh, dirt birds. Let's talk derps. Uh, dirt birds was that rare Evo. Uh, I think this was a, uh, this might have been while they were at Rare Evo, or it was a they posted it on August 28th. I think that was when Rare Evo was going on. Um, so they've got these awesome uh trading cards, which is really cool. Um, anybody who was at Rare Evo probably got a pack or was seeing them around. So that's that's uh, Dirtbirds are just um, they're moving forward, they're they're doing very well in this bear market. And you know, Dave and team have really been pushing the uh agenda. Malau, good to see you in here. I was trying to get Dave to come on tonight. He actually just sent me a Discord message. I was hoping he would join uh, maybe next week. Let's try to get him on next week. Malau, can you help me with that? <laughs> I've been trying to get Dave on the show uh, for a long time. It's great. We keep, we keep missing each other, but we'll, we'll get it. We'll get it one of these days. Um, some, some praise from uh, Block is Hot as well. Uh, just some more shout out to Dirtbirds. I feel like Dirtbirds team just gets it. I haven't been buying many Cardano NFTs recently, but if there was a project I had my eyes on the most, it would be Dirtbirds. Strong community, marketing, branding, art, utility, and leadership. They aren't missing anything. Uh, so high praise from, from Jason. Uh, you know, he's, he's, his, his voice and opinion is, is very much um, sought after. So it's another, there was a video that also went out about the outposts from Emperor Duder. Um, So a new video is out on YouTube with the bear market seemingly impacting the way teams build communities interact and Ada spent one project that hasn't slowed down is Dirtbirds. We got it as basically an interview with uh, King Dave. So uh, definitely uh, go check that out. Uh, Bilal's on it. He's going to, he's going to give me the hookup. I love it. Get the get get the derp fam in here, uh, blowing up the chat. I'd love to see it. Um, some other stuff from Rare Evo, right? So Dirt Birds was there, JPEG store. Um, you know, we saw Tappy. Um, 
We got Lena from Clay Nation taking a picture of the Ape Society booth. Uh, so that was that was cool. We've also got uh, Lena and Izzy playing, you know, the Cornucopias game. We've got we've got is that Patrick? It looks like Patrick from Endmaker, or I, I, is that still their name? Yeah, Endmaker uh, there as well. So just enjoying the different like top projects, kind of all getting together and and spending time together and hanging out. So that's super fun. Um, I think that's also Scruffy, Scruffy who does a lot of cornucopious content. And and uh, Rob, of course. So that's pretty fun. Uh, with you know Josh, Josh sending out that post. Oh yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's Patrick back there. So that's great. Um, super fun. L was there as well. Uh, honestly, really enjoyed Rare Evo. I wasn't able to meet people. I was able to meet people I never thought I'd meet and learn about some projects I don't think I'd ever have found in any other circumstance. The team couldn't have been more appreciative of everyone showing up and blessed me with some amazing gifts. Speakers were really informative. And the Icon workshop was really educational for me. Cornucopias astonished me with their progress, and I loved catching up with the team. Session Cruz continues to impress me with how passionate he is about Demu Pro. Do music for a living. Nice. The Claymates team wouldn't give me any merch, and Lenaverse forced me to pay for her lunch. So many great people that I know who. They are really pushed me to enjoy an experience that was new for me in many ways. Thanks to uh, Miller 19K and the Reflex team. NFTX will be going to be fun. And don't read that last line. So, <laughs> so yeah, L L was very uh, impressed with how Rare Evil went. I you know I wasn't there clearly, obviously, but um, I you know it, it definitely you know it always kicks in the FOMO when you are um, when you're looking at that kind of stuff. So let's see it from the sideline. Another thing, so JPEG Foundation announced their tokenomics. You can read more uh, inside their jpeg.foundation, which I already have pulled up. Um, they have, it's it's pretty simple and like it's not too, too big of a read. So you can jump in there. Uh, what are the benefits of holding JPEG? They have some nice uh, graphics as well for the, for people like me. Uh, reduced trading fees, exclusive whitelist access, more benefits to come. And then they expound on what that exactly means. Token allocation, 56% of the token allocation will go to the community. This is 1 billion JPEG. Million, billion, yeah. 1 billion JPEG, 56% will go to the community, 14% into liquidity pools, 5% to investors, and 25% to the foundation. This, uh, this allocation is a testament to our commitment to fostering a vibrant and engaged community. Users will actively participate in the growth and utilization of the token. Foundation treasury, what does that mean? This allocation empowers the foundation to manage and oversee the day-to-day -day operations of the token ecosystem. The founder's role, foundation's role includes governance, administration, marketing, and strategic development to ensure the long-term success and sustainability of the JPEGs token. This treasury will also be used towards development costs associated with platform integrations, partnerships, and future endeavors. Instead of having several different tiers of allocations for marketing, we decided to join them together as one to have more flexibility in the future. Okay. So it's kind of a catch-all for different things that you want to do for the token. But wouldn't you just... Okay. I, I, I guess it's not that big of a deal. If more liquidity is needed for exchanges and launches, it will be provided from the treasury as needed. Yeah, so it's kind of a catch-all. 
initial distribution, uh, 140 million will go to liquidity. 50 million goes to season one for rewards, and 10 million goes to the foundation. Vesting schedules. So over the next 10 years, the community is going to continue to grow. Liquidity pool stays the same. Investors goes up a little bit. Foundation has kind of a rising line. And there's a little another. There's another chart. 0% unlocked initially. First token unlock at the one-year mark, then distributed over one year. Okay, audit and code review. Okay, so that's some more information about the JPEG token and the foundation. Um, <laughs> not allowed in the US. Pay for VPN to get 25 ADA. <laughs> yeah, it's still not allowed in the US. Um, so if you want to temporarily move to another country and claim it via some type of virtual private network, you could do that. Um, so is a VPN worth it? Uh, maybe sometimes there are free VPNs. Um, I used to live in China, so VPN was like a daily part of my life. There are some VPNs that are free that might let you go to like one other country. Um, and really, if you're in the US, you, you could probably jump into a you know, one VPN that maybe gets you into the UK or gets you into, you know, Puerto Rico or Mexico or something. And that would probably be enough. You probably don't have to pay for a VPN as long as you just claim it once a season. <laughs> um, if the only reason you get a VPN is for JPEG, then no, it's not worth it. But if you use it daily, then sure. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> interesting. Uh, we have some more things. We have, we have lots... We have uh, not not lots, but we have we have some more things I thought were in, that were important. We're coming up on the hour mark too, so we're right we're right on time. They suck. Connection is not good on them. It's, it's true, but you really don't need a fast connection to like load one page, essentially, right? And click claim. But you know, it, it could it still might take you five to ten minutes, but it's better than paying twenty five dollars a month or ten dollars a month for something. Anyways, uh, you guys do whatever you want. I'm not a, I'm not advocating to VPN your way around the US uh whatever our laws make it so you can't claim tokens. Um Farmer Nash uh Goombles founder. I don't think ma the majority of Corona community really understands what Goombles is building for the most part they've only seen low effort flash games or DeFi products with a game skin on them. We're building a web 2 quality mobile game with web 3 integration. The potential to onboard web 2 users via mobile gaming is massive. Our goal is to have a flourishing in-game ecosystem of players who interact with items on and off-chain. Nothing crazy there. I just wanted to shout out Goombles and Farmer Nash. So I think they're doing great stuff, building in the bear. Um, so shout out to Farmer Nash. Um, so here we get into some Muesli stuff. Um, again, I'm not going to take a side on this. I'm just telling you the information. I'm kind of playing the Switzerland role because... Honestly, like full full disclosure, I haven't necessarily done the due diligence on some of these posts. I just see it on Twitter and I'm like, hey, this would be interesting to talk about in the show when I really haven't vetted it a lot. So it, it, essentially, some of these can be completely made up. Uh, so that's why I'm not taking like a side because <laughs> I'm lazy. Now, Zerberus.io uh, 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 basically put out a full team report. Um, so if you want to go see that full report, uh, it's right here. It looks very exhilarating. Um, but 
essentially it's not good. Um, so here, here's the TLDR for thank you, uh, Juve. Um, rogue batchers, private license, decentralized batcher, private matchmaker, reality, own effing wallet funded by uh, chief technology officer and receive team catalysts money, face palm. They got caught, lied, and gaslighted users. Um, that's a big yikes. Um, so this is also from Dave Beaumont. Uh, underscore DVD. I've been holding this in for a while, but I think it's, I think based on recent events with Muesli Swap that it's a fair comment to make and I've not seen it yet made. There are a lot of investors who have locked up their milk tokens for X amount of time. These investors are likely non-technical and have no idea about the recent events of batchers heavily profiting on trades and price action. However, they cannot make an informed trading decision because these tokens are in inaccessible investments due to the staking lockup. I completely understand they locked these up themselves based on trust to the team, but I would like to see some action here from the team to restore this trust. The refunds is a great example of this. These investors deserve equal access to their investment in a time of uncertainty. I'm looking to see positive action from this based on negative events. So if you locked up your tokens thinking that, hey, this is great for my, my milk tokens that I'm holding for Muesli Swap, you know, should you be able to then withdraw? Um, yeah, interesting. Interesting note. I'll, I'll, I'm just reading uh, that, and then and then Sal, game over. Usually swap team wallet. <laughs> it's a great meme. It's a great meme. I approve that message. Uh, it's pretty funny. Um, yeah, Google's second min is coming up. Hugs, good to see you, Curly Knox. Catching right right up at the uh, as the Freedom Thirty Five ers say, wrapping it up on the back end here pretty soon um we've got avatar nick um in the past year we've had an incredible amount of tools come out that have made cardano development easier lucid by space buds cardano sharp by sharp stake pool and icon and others but one thing still holding cardano back in my opinion is the error message when a transaction fails often the error is something that makes absolutely no sense to a newcomer such as extra redeemers or pp view hash Solve this and Cardano development makes another exponential dev experience improvement. Just, this is a, this is like my version of like retweeting, but saying it to you. <laughs> if there's anything like simple like that, that can, um, you know, help, help move us along. I'll, I'll spread the message. Yeah. If you want the experience to be positive, um, error messages that don't make any sense should not be displayed. Um, it should just, it should just work. Right. And obviously we, we, we need to continue to develop, but I think it's a important message from avatar, Nick, um, <laughs> flat, dark earth or lactose intolerance came in handy for once. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, that's good. That's really good. Um, Oh yeah, uh, flat dark earther and uh, future fest. I didn't know if uh, FDE would be making an appearance tonight, but I'll, I'll talk about that. Why does my why does it look like that? My Twitter's trolling me here. Um, future fest. Future Fest. Where is it? There it is. 
Boom. Clash of Champions Bear Market Brawl. There's the legend himself. FDE halftime show performance. September 12th, which is, I think that's probably why they're choosing this date. It is the second year anniversary of Cardano Smart Contracts. Uh, halftime show performance, Bear Market Brawl by FDE. So go check it out. Uh, that'll be really fun. If this is your first Cardano bear market, you might be a little surprised on how low ADA has retraced. Don't be. Last time it took ADA 1,333 days or more than three years to reach new all-time highs again. After reaching its highs in January 2018 at 131, it rechased 98.79% all the way down to 0.018. What happened next? ADA reached a new all-time high in September 2021 at $3.10 after an impressive gain of 22,778% from the top, from bottom to top. No matter what you heard, ADA is far from a stable coin and have extreme volatile cycles. If the way down surprised you, you might want to hold on for the way up. That's my kind of encouraging message at the very end of this market update because those watching are still here. Um, you're still holding ADA. You're still, you still have NFTs that have value. You probably have some DeFi tokens that have value and they have a certain amount of value now, but as we all hope, and as you know, if there is another bull market, which is kind of hard to believe that there wouldn't be at this point, um, even though it's, we're, we're in a capitulation state right currently. Um, but I'm excited for what's to come. I think we all are. So very interesting. Um, so yeah, there we go. That is the weekly market update, right? That's 903. We're just, we're just right there. Um, yeah. <laughs> hugs, not rugs. Be ready for the mal wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> uh, no malfunctions, but there will be wardrobe. Okay. I'm going to have to jump into this. Um, yeah. Still DCAing. Keep it going. Keep it going. Uh, thank you, Jasper. Appreciate it. If you guys enjoyed this content, uh, please leave a like and subscribe. Goes a long way. Um, leave a comment. What's your what's your project that you're holding right now? What do you what are you staying strong with? What's your favorite project? Um, you can jump into the Discord. We're still we're still there, still chatting a little bit. Right, everything's a little bit quieter, but I I always check it. I check it daily. So would love to see you guys jump in there. Uh, hands, it's good to see you in there in the Discord as well. Um, the Bitcoin ETF being approved in January, possibly. I did mention that. I don't know if you were in here at that time. Uh, the grayscale thing. Um, but I didn't know if there was a specific date. So we'll be looking out for that. Um, uh, looking out for that in January. I hope, I hope it's true. You never know until it actually, until it actually goes live. But we'll, we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm sure lawmakers and lobbyists will have something up their sleeve. Uh, if, even if the judges and those people, you know, do a reversal of the initial, uh, I can't, I can't think of the right word anyways. Um, hope you guys are enjoying it. I've, uh, it's a complete side note, but we've been really enjoying if, I, if there's any football, any, any soccer fans, um, Messi is playing right now. So I don't know if he's winning or not, but it's been really fun to watch, uh, soccer recently with world women's world cup was fun. Um, 
and I, I'm back in, I'm back playing in that in that soccer league that I had played in last fall. And then Messi in the MLS has just been an absolute blast. Anyways, that's my side note. I'm probably going to go watch Messi play right now. Um, so I hope you guys have a great rest of the evening or morning, wherever you are in the world. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one.